Do you think do you think we're kind of getting into that age too, where you know, for a lot of people, like podcast isn't even necessarily about like downloads or listens, but it, it's kind of almost seems like more of a a networking tool and like a way to get to know people that maybe are your prospects or maybe you're in your the industry that you're you're working in or even maybe for like students like just a good experience in terms of being able to just to learn from people i mean do you see it as kind of like a documented networking you know a way to way to network with people Joel Lalji. I am with Headhunter Media, which is a recruitment marketing company that helps headhunters all around the U.S. Uh, with the social media content uh, and and really helping shift that kind of negative persona that's in the marketplace to more of a positive uh, positive brand awareness around around recruiting. So I've been doing this for about two months. And uh, super excited, definitely inspired a lot by you, Sam, and just seeing, seeing what you do. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought it'd be cool to just chat a little bit about you know, new business development, but then also um, you know, how you typically work with your, your clients and kind of coaching them on uh, just how to be more authentic with their, with their overall social media and how to be more authentic with the content that they're creating. Yeah, absolutely. Well, number one, congrats on the new launch. Um, Thank you. They, that's that's huge, especially in a weird 2020 COVID-filled world. I know new new launches like that uh, can sometimes be uh, be scary at times. But again, big congrats. You're you're crushing. Thank it, you. Um, but yeah, great great question. As far as business development, I'll touch on that first. And by no means am I a crazy crazy successful entrepreneur that has all of the biz dev. Uh, knowledge in the world. But just one thing that's really helped me um, over over the past few years as far as jumping into entrepreneurship and really knowing, knowing nothing about it and knowing nothing about the biz dev side of things is to just look for areas that I have my own problems in life and try to go out and solve those because my my clientele, my customer base are just other other me's essentially. Like I I am a client of my own company, so that's essentially how I look at business development. Uh, I analyze okay, what problems am I facing on a day to day basis, and what solutions can we actually build to solve those problems? So it's not a it's not a great black and white answer because there's a lot of flexibility there. There's a lot of pivoting. There's a lot of um, just testing out to see what works and what doesn't. But as far as from a from development side, from a new service standpoint, product standpoint, I really just try to analyze the problems I face and I go through on a daily basis and simply try to solve those with just better solutions than uh, the solutions I have access to right now. So video editing being a perfect example of that. I didn't really have a set uh, I, I just didn't have a product, service, company, anyone that I really trusted from a video editing standpoint. So I launched my own and that's a big problem that I was solving. Um, and that's pretty congruent as far as my my whole story. But then when it comes to kind of the second part of the question as far as, far as social media being authentic, how do you really coach your your clients and really work with your clients through that? So I'm I'm personally not not a coach. So I don't take on really any consulting or or coaching. Um, and I try to really target the the clients and people that already get it. Um, but it's 
I guess I kind of consult and coach through these podcasts and just uh, just answer questions that people have from a day-to-day basis. But as far as people struggling to kind of grasp the whole notion of social media is just an extension of us. Um, it's, it's just us, but the online version. So the more authentic we can be, the, the easier it is to sell a business, sell a product, sell a service, sell yourself and actually make connections with other people. So one of the biggest things I try to like preach to people um, that are kind of like struggling with this kind of like authenticity conversation of not really knowing what to create on social and, and that whole world is to just have conversations with people, like to scale the unscalable, hop on calls with people and simply ask them questions of, Hey, how, how are you, how are you going through this and that? And that's the one, one way I learned. And, um, I just tried to share those lessons learned with my audience in an authentic way. So I wasn't coming up with a new, a new wheel. Essentially. I wasn't reinventing the wheel. I was just simply sharing my experiences and lessons learned in an authentic manner. So I see so many people try to reinvent the wheel, come up with a crazy new content plan idea. Uh, when in reality, you're really just copying someone else because it's very rare for you to come up with a completely new content style, especially in 2020 in the age of digital media. Um, but no one else has lived your exact life. So that's what I really try to push people to do is to talk about their own unique experiences they've lived through life. There's millions of other 21-year-old digital media entrepreneurs out there. I don't stand out on that side. But what, what 21-year-old entrepreneurs that worked at a snow park and flipped pizzas for a living and delivered pizzas and worked at a ballpark? Those are levels of things that make me stand out. And it's just part of my story. It's part of my almost identity that I've carried with me. So talking about those topics really helped me. And that's what I really try to push on to other people to, hey, lean into what makes you unique. Hopefully that answers. No, that's that's a a great answer. I'm curious too, like, what do you think the trend is going to be in 2021 in terms of, um, you know, let's talk about obviously LinkedIn. That's a pro. That's a uh, a platform that we're both pretty familiar with. Um, do you think there's going to be more of a push for like um, kind of like less polished videos and and just kind of higher quantity, or do you think it's going to kind of editing and and kind of highly edited videos are, are going to make kind of more of a of a push in in this next 2021 coming up? Yeah, it's it's really interesting, and I'm no fortune teller, um, but I definitely think more on the less polished side of things. And I think a lot of people um, don't understand how flexible they can be with just simple Zoom calls. And I mean, un- unpolished as far as like, yo, it's okay to just film it with your phone and with your with Zoom and your your laptop camera. That is completely fine, and that's coming from someone who got their start being in videography and creating highly polished videos. So I think the world is definitely moving more, um, more just consumer centric as far as your phone is fine. Your laptop is fine to actually create the content. As far as the editing, um, I won't plug what we do too much. Um, but I definitely think it's a, um, it's an important aspect to a certain extent. I'm, can you go viral? Can you create an audience? Can you build an actual community without editing and captions? Absolutely. I see people do it all the time. Um, Joel, you're a great example of you're not, you don't invest crazy into post-production, but you've built an amazing audience and community centered around text posts and questions and engagement. So 
I, I think it's less about the the finished polished product um, rather than the actual message that that piece of content tells. And I think that's been pretty consistent. So I definitely see that trend continuing on into 2021 to say the least. Awesome. Yeah. I, and, and, you know, one of the things I've noticed is, uh, you know, TikTok, for example, like I've, I've been kind of experimenting on there and you see um, kind of that, that style of a video, which obviously like that platform allows you to do editing actually on, on the platform. Do you think any other uh, platforms will adopt that type of technology to make it easier to, to do kind of editing yourself or, or what do you, you think that could be something that, that happens more in the future? Yeah, I, I definitely think so. TikTok is, I think, the leader in that. Um, I'm surprised Adobe hasn't done anything with that. I know like Gary Vee posted a video about that, but that's something I've looked it into a, it, into for a while, like uh, Adobe launched Adobe Rush, and that kind of gives the power of creativity into mobile and just easier accessibility outside of like Premiere Pro and like bigger editing suites. But as far as like the trend that TikTok has, it gives the power to the creator. It gives the creative freedom and power that these super skilled editors have, um, and it puts them into the normal consumer's hand. So there's a lot of flexibility you can have within TikTok. So I definitely see more of those type platforms pop up in the future. What, what about too with, uh, with like podcasting? I mean, obviously I know you've got, you got a podcast, like a lot of people are, are, are doing, doing podcasts. Do you, you kind of see that continuing as well in the 2021 and uh, maybe even people getting more and more creative with, with, yeah, kind of maybe getting away from like an hour long podcast and doing just like lots of shorter ones or like what what do you what do you think about podcasting and how are you recommending that people use that you know in in their business yeah i i'd say find what works for you i'm by no means a podcast expert there's so many other podcast people that have way bigger podcasts than i do i'm doing super short form like 10, 15 minute, like daily episodes. So I'm finding just a flow that works for me. I, I like it. It's digestible, digestible. It's easy. It's fun to produce, fun to, fun to edit and fun to put out. But again, you see the biggest podcast in the world, Joe Rogan talks for three and a half hours and gets hundreds of millions of views or downloads per month. So am I the one to say, okay, micro, micro podcast and 10, <laughs> 15 minute podcast are the way to go? No, I don't think so. Um, it's, it's dependent on, on your style. Um, Q is a great example. Q just launched his own podcast and it's super creative, uh, also short, tactical, and super cinematic too. So again, that's completely different than a Joe Rogan podcast, but is one better than the other? No, they're just completely different. And I, I think that's cool. So um, I, I'm less on focusing on the length and more focused on what are you talking about? And does that represent who you are, what your brand stands for and kind of your style of communication for me, I'm super raw, authentic, off the cuff. I just like to document and create and just have genuine, genuine conversations. So a raw 10, 15, 20 minute podcast works for me. If I want to be more cinematic, Q is super cinematic and less kind of like documenting his life that works for him because it's super, super creative. It's super, tactical and uh it's it's super unique joe rogan perfect example he loves to talk and he can have mega superstar guests on and i would want to i've listened to three hour joe rogan podcast and i can't say i've listened to anyone else more than joe rogan from a pure time standpoint so it's it just depends on um what you stand for who you're talking to why you want to talk to that person and what fits you cool brother well 
appreciate you. And uh, before we hop off, where can the people find you? Find me on LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Joel Algy. There's only one Joel Algy. That's all you need to know. How, how are we spelling that for the people? Yeah, it's J-O-E-L and then last name L-A-L-G-E-E. And I don't need to copyright that. It's only one. <laughs> You're a lucky man. Lucky man. Dude, seriously. Awesome. Well, appreciate you hopping on, Joel. Thanks for all the questions. All right, Sam. We'll talk soon. Talk soon.